Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Today is Thursday, December the 30th. Thank you for listening to AFR, as we always do. Joining me in studio today is Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. An honor to be here on the last TI, Today's Issues of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going to be here tomorrow for Trivia Friday right. live with mm-hmm. uh, JJ and Ed. Uh, Ed still works here, right? I think so. I haven't okay. seen him for well, a while. Well, Ed told me yeah. otherwise. He may show up. Yeah, okay. So Ed's <laughs> supposed to be here tomorrow, assuming he still works here. <laughs> and and uh, Chris Woodward now with us. Good morning, Chris. Yes, if there was any doubt, I still work here. You still, well, you're, <laughs> you're still here. My badge worked when I entered the building. <laughs> Every day when that happens, praise God. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Amen. There nice was to, one morning nice. where I got here and it didn't work, and I was like, what did Fred not tell me? <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be a sinking feeling. It would. Yeah. Uh, why, why isn't my security pass working? <laughs> uh, okay, fellas, before we jump into uh, the news of the day, uh, I was looking at the weather. Yes. And if, Well, the older you get, uh, the more you pay attention to the weather. <laughs> and and I, I don't know how to explain, I don't know how to explain that phenomenon, if it's a phenomenon. Uh, but that's just the way it is, right? So... And this is this is true, what I'm about to say, probably of a third or two third of the two thirds of the country for the coming weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I haven't. That, that's what I'm guessing. Most of the weather that uh, we get east of the Mississippi, right, affects everybody about the same in varying degrees. Mm-hmm. Out west is a whole different animal, right? Yeah. You get past the Rockies, it's a different weather pattern and system. So that doesn't really affect uh, uh, us. So here in Tupelo, Saturday, like in two days from now, Mm -hmm. the high is 78 degrees. Yep. Which is probably going to be a record. I don't know. Probably going to be a record for uh, December. What will that be? January January 1. Yeah. January 1. Which, by the way, I'm not complaining about. No. myself i'm a big global warming fan <laughs> and uh, always will be because uh, i can't stand cold weather yeah um now it's saturday 78 degrees now listen to this sunday night 24 yep so maybe not exactly 24 hours it was somewhere in the mm-hmm. 24 to 36 hour range the temperature, and again, this is just not for us here in North Mississippi. This is uh, for everybody listening almost, at least like I said, in the plains or whatever. You're going to drop from 78 to 24. That's 54 degrees. Oh, I've never yeah. I've never seen that in my life. I've seen 30-degree drops in 24 hours, but not, not 54 degrees. In uh, 24 hours. And added to that. What is that going to do? Some sinuses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Added to that, the wind is going to be strong. Right. 
Yeah. So when you have that low temperature yeah. and you have higher winds, it right. it feels even colder than that. And you know, having grown up in Nova Scotia, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can tell tell you why I think older people pay attention. <laughs> to the weather more? The bones? I, have, I, I, I ain't going outside. <laughs> if it's going to ice right. and snow in this right. part of the world, right. you're going to stay inside. Right, right. You're not yeah. going to risk getting out yeah. there. Snow, I'll get out, play with the grandkids a little bit. But, mm. but ice, yeah, ice is terrifying. Yeah, Absolutely. I actually, um, I think uh, places uh, in parts of the country today are going to start experiencing uh, the really cold uh, USA Today puts out a things you should know today every morning, uh, and they talk about the wild weather expected across much of the U.S. today. And they say in the north, wind chill warnings extend from Montana and parts of the Dakotas to northern Minnesota, where wind chill temperatures will drop as low as 50 degrees below zero. Poor Jan Markell. We're going to oh, be talking to her oh, in a few minutes. Oh. I'm going to check. We're going to be talking about Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, who I'm becoming more of a fan of. Uh-huh. Uh, because of his statements on COVID, but I just want to check and see, just fellas, y'all just pardon me. You said what in the in the in Wisconsin? Uh, Montana, parts of the Dakotas to northern Minnesota. Okay, does, do do the Green Bay Packers play at home? I know weather doesn't bother the fans there much. Um, no, I'm not seeing. This is that time of year when NFL players like to play games in Miami. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, Minnesota. At, yes. Oh, yes. Sunday, January the 2nd at 7.20 p.m. <laughs> in Green Bay, the Minnesota Vikings come over for a neighborhood call. I will make a prediction now. There will be at least one shot during that game of guys in the bleachers not wearing shirts. Because um, there always is. Yes, and they've got four beers in them. That's, yeah. That's yeah. why they uh, – let me – let me – okay uh, – I know this is totally irrelevant to the collapse of the world, okay, which we're going to get to. It, is, few, it is among today's kind of, issues. But I got to know <clears throat> the Green Bay weather for Sunday night. Chris, can you look that up for I'm us? I'm doing it now. Green Bay, Wisconsin. There's only one Green Bay, Chris. <laughs> that Green, counts anyway. Sunday yeah. night. I want to know Sunday night weather coming up in Green Bay, Okay, Wisconsin. according to the internet where you can't put anything that isn't true. Um, Go to the Weather Channel. That's the gospel. Okay. All right. Well, uh, uh, Google does have Sunday 8 p.m. Google weather. Google censors weather. They censor conservative weather. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you can't count on that. What? What? Now go to the Weather Channel. Got it. Type in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and tell me Sunday night what comes up. And that's what's that's what those uh, that's what those boys are going to be playing in. Well, oh, and oh, I've got it here. Okay. What is it? <laughs> the high on Sunday in Green Bay. Is twelve. <laughs> so me. then Sunday night zero is the low. Add wind to that. That's dangerous. That's yeah. not healthy to be in. No, they and I'll might. tell you another thing, boys. If I'm one of the Green Bay or Minnesota players, I'm just going to be honest with you. Somehow or another, Sunday afternoon, I'm testing positive <laughs> for COVID. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but you know what I'm saying. I'm going to have. I'm going to get COVID Sunday afternoon. Because I am not playing. That is not healthy. That that's dangerous. Actually. For athletes on a field in yeah. that kind of weather, you're sucking <clears throat> in that dry, cold air. Your lungs cannot handle that. Cold, cold. That that's beyond cold air, isn't mm. it? That's oh. like Siberia stuff, right yes. there. Yeah. What you're talking about? Mm. There's uh, going to be a shot of Aaron Rodgers with like ice on his, you know, facial hair. 
Well, I mean, it's, I've, I've watched uh, football a long time, and I know I've seen a lot of playoff games in Green Bay, you know, in January. But that's that sounds like to me that'll be the coldest. Got to be the coldest with that win factor you're talking about right mm-mm, there. Mm-mm. I'm looking at the Packers roster, and there are several guys that played college ball at least from Florida, Miami. I'm just trying to get a feel for like how. Oh, I know, I know. They always say that you know. Royce Newman uh, from Ole Miss. Well, that kind of weather doesn't bother Green Bay players. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, these aren't native Minnesota, Wisconsin guys. No. Okay. If that were true, okay, maybe. Although I think right. that's a bit of a stretch when you're talking about that, Cole. You're right. Rosters are filled with kids from all over the country, and they're not used to uh, that kind of weather, especially if you've only been there four or five years. Anyway. Um, I just uh, I, I wanted to know what the weather were. 50, 54 degree drop mm-hmm. for a lot of the country coming up. I'm assuming a lot of them are like us here in Tupelo, Mississippi, coming up from Saturday Sunday. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yep. All right, uh, you are listening to today's issue. Should you want to join us on Facebook or YouTube? Just go there and type in today's issues, and you can join us there. And on our Facebook page, we uh, post the stories that we are going to be mm-hmm. discussing today in the news. Jan Markell, speaking of Minnesota, <laughs> Jan Markell will be with us at the bottom of the hour. And you may have heard about, uh, I don't want to get into the story too much yet, but uh, but we will be asking her, you may have heard about this microchip that um, Sweden, is it Sweden? Sweden. Passport, passport microchips. That they're going to be using in Sweden. Have started to use, actually. And this is where they put a microchip under your skin. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, to prove that you have the COVID uh, vaccine. Yep. So that sounds eerily similar to what the Bible refers to as the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. where this kind of thing will happen at the <clears throat> at the end of time. Yes, during the tribulation period. Yeah, and uh, I know some of you listening to us are going, believe that stuff? Uh, that's like Santa Claus, it's fairy tale stuff. I guess you believe in unicorns too, right, Tim? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I do. I believe in unicorns. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I'm serious about that. I know it sounds kooky to people who don't believe in the Bible, mm-hmm. but if you studied the Bible and you believe in the Bible, which we do here, mm-hmm. and that... Uh, you look at the the end of time, the study of Revelation, tra- tra- Revelation, so forth. Mm-hmm. And I know not every Christian believes this kind of ex- eschatology, and that's fine. We can discuss it, unlike ivermectin. <clears throat> okay, but I'm just saying that <clears throat> uh, uh, probably 70, 80 percent of our listeners right now, or maybe more, uh, subscribe to this uh, eschatology. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> this sounds eerily similar to what the Bible says uh, about the mark of the beast. Yeah. And so Franklin Graham commented on this yesterday. Uh, and so we'll ask Jan Markell. She's a, uh, pro- uh, a student, uh, a lifelong student of Bible prophecy. It's pro- as, as are you, Fred. Her program is called Understanding the Times. Right, right. Uh, it's, it's all about that. Okay, so we'll, we'll talk to her about that. All right, uh, who's going to lead here, Chris? You, Fred, or you go ahead, Fred. Well, I, we just posted a story on American Family News, our, our news website. Uh, the headline is "Juror Kim Potter made mistake, but was still responsible." This is one of the jurors who ended up 
convicting police officer Kim Potter uh, just uh, just a week ago, I guess it was, uh, for manslaughter in the killing of Dante Wright. Uh, I think most people are familiar with the story. Uh, the police make a stop uh, of a car driven by Dante Wright. Uh, they find out it was a, a minor incident that they stopped him, but they found out after they stopped him that there was a warrant out for his arrest. They go up to the car. They ask him to step out of the car. When they say they're going to arrest him, he tries to escape. She draws what she thought was her taser. Instead, she drew her gun, shot, and killed Dante Wright. That's what the trial was all about. She was convicted, two charges of manslaughter. This is the first we've heard from the jurors as to what went on in that jury room. And this is according to a uh, reporter at KARE-TV who interviewed this juror uh, who did not give her name. The reason why this is so important, because the media coverage of this trial kept saying over and over again the color of skin of Dante Wright. He was a young black man. Over and over again. And there was no evidence presented that this was driven by racism. But listen to what this juror said to the TV station. I don't want to speak for all the jurors, but I think we believe she was a good person, referring to Kim Potter, and even believe she was a good cop. No one felt she was intentional in this. It's ludicrous that some people are assuming we thought she was a racist. That never came up or anything like it. We felt like she was a good person. We felt she made a mistake, and that mistake does not absolve you from the fact she did not commit a crime. She said, it's ludicrous that some people are assuming we thought he was racist. Here's why some people thought that. It's because the media tried to turn this into a racist story. Just because she has white skin and Dante Wright had black skin. The media kept repeating that over and over again. Yeah. Despite the fact no evidence presented. And this is why this juror is saying, she's saying, where did they get this idea? I'll tell you. Because the media tried to turn it into a Bad white cop killing a black person. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they tried to do. Yeah. Why? Any, uh, any comment on why she got convicted? Of well, that's very interesting, and I, I won't read the whole story there. She said, "What did it?" To, this juror says, "What did it for the jurors?" And they were out for two or three days. She said, "What did it for them is that the prosecution allowed the juror members to feel the weight difference." between the uh, taser and the service revolver. They, the jurors, came to the conclusion that she, a veteran cop, should have known when she made the mistake, they believe she made a mistake, but when she pulled her revolver because of the weight, she should have known it wasn't her taser. And the jurors saying that's what made them convict her. But has there been any decision on – she was sentenced to 15 years, right? Yes. Or is that not been determined it yet? It hasn't been determined yet. Uh, she could be sentenced up to 15. That's up, the maximum. Up to, right? Actually, the story says up to seven years, but they say the prosecution is probably going to ask for more. For more? For more than seven years, yes. Okay. And that – is puzzling because I looked it up. Um, the definition of manslaughter, which she was convicted of, correct? Yes. Manslaughter is defined as the crime of killing a human being without malice aforethought or otherwise in circumstances not amounting to murder. 
She didn't kill him because he was black or because he was driving a car. Or... Well, uh, when I heard that her superior, uh, this officer's superior, her name? Kim Potter. Kim Potter. Mm-hmm. And then she had been on the force for? More than 20 years. No, I okay. think 22 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so veteran cop. But the circumstances there in that situation, the her superior said she would have been justified in shooting. With her revolver. With her revolver. Because you have to remember shooting the... Uh, Dante Wright. Yeah, the gentleman, the fellow there. He uh, was a teenager, right? Who was... Or was he a teenager? No, uh, 20-year-old. 20, 20 20-year-old, 20 okay. And he was resisting arrest... Isn't that where they all get in trouble? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, ten out of ten times, mm-hmm. resisting arrest, putting her fellow officer in danger, physical danger, mm-hmm. and uh, also trying to, to drive off. Yes. From not just resisting physically arrest, mm-hmm. but then also trying to drive off. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I don't know. I didn't hear, uh, you know, the, you have to respect the uh, jury because they heard all the evidence. And um, even though you you may not understand everything, the reasons why things happened in, in the jury <clears throat> process sometimes. But I, I just I just have a hard time seeing myself convicting a officer under those circumstances yeah. that I just described because you talk about uh, duress, and also she was yelling, I'm going to tase you, mm-hmm. I'm yes. going to tase you. So she was telling him in advance what she was about to do. Yeah. And then in a split second, she, instead of gra- grabbing the taser, grabs the gun. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we know what happened yep. after that. But had the young man not resisted arrest and not tried to flee in a car, then none of this would have happened. He would still be alive today. Yeah. Uh, I've heard some analysts say she should never have been charged criminally. There may have been a civil lawsuit. But you know the other thing that happened within 12 hours after the jury convicted her? Keith Ellison, who's the attorney general of Minnesota, holds a news conference with all the Dante Wright family behind him and... uh, Mr. Crump, who has become a famous lawyer in these cases. The race baiter? George Floyd. He was in the George Floyd case. Yeah, yeah he's everywhere now. He's everywhere. So if the backdrop would have you believe, okay, this had to do with racism again, bad white cop. I had to wonder whether Attorney General Keith Ellison would have held a news conference if the colors were reversed. It was a black cop that killed a white person. No, and, and and that would have been irrelevant, too. The yeah. skin color here is irrelevant. Right. This, it is. This, this woman, uh, police officer, did not confront this young man because of his color. Nothing to do with it. Uh, I mean, it, right. They're just trying to make something up that just isn't there. Even the prosecution never raised racism. They didn't because there was no evidence. Right. Uh, well, <clears throat> there's a lot of money in that industry. Yes. Uh, huh? Yes. From corporate shakedowns to, uh, I'll bet you his uh, family there will sue the city of wherever it was. Brooklyn. <clears throat> yeah, they'll probably sue them for a few million, mm-hmm. probably get a few million dollars out of the deal. That's the reason they're doing that. 
Yeah, Chris, I may be wrong on this, but I think the city had settled prior to the trial. They may have settled prior to the trial. They might have. I want to say there was a, some sort of settlement in Minneapolis Maybe with the a, uh, victims of George In the Floyd. George Floyd case, right, right. Now, this, uh, he had, uh, Dante Wright, he had a warrant out for his arrest. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's why they were he trying also, to take him in. Yeah, they, he had a warrant out. For, he, he, was, he was a bad dude. Had a record. And that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't know about him. I'm telling he. Okay, I should. I should. Uh, let me uh, change that. He had a criminal record. Correct. He was not a choir boy. No. Okay. No. All right. Uh, but that to me again, that's another uh, deterrent for people entering uh, entering the uh, law enforcement field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you, when you see your fellow police officers get fifteen years potential, seven to fifteen years. In prison, for a honest mistake that happens in the heat of the moment, while <clears throat> while a uh, guy's trying to run off, resist arrest, run off in a car, and escape, and also putting your fellow officer in danger, <clears throat> you you shoot instead of tase by accident, and you your life's over. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who wants to sign up for that mm-hmm. occupation? Right. Yeah. yeah. We All see right. a lot of. Uh, I mean, I heard a talk show ho- uh, talk show here in Mississippi. They were talking about how we need to uh, pay our police officers more here in Mississippi, especially down in Jackson, because a lot of people just don't want to be uh, police officers. I know police officers that maybe have started a family. Maybe their wife has had a couple of kids. Now they want to get out of it for safety purposes. You know, because you don't know win today and granted that's well it's, you know, it's dangerous it's a dangerous enough job as it is right yes you factor in that that your uh your 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 bosses the mayor the city council uh the attorney general don't have your back then that's a that's another big factor into mm-hmm. why why in the world would you want to go into that line of work but we better hope and pray people who are qualified do because it only harms it, you know, it the breakdown of law and order at the front lines begins with police and sheriff's deputies and you know law enforcement on the on the on the uh, on the field, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, on the ground level. Um, and we talked about this the other day in Chicago; they're having a real problem with uh, the, and this is true in other places. Yep. With police officers leaving and then them not being able to find replacements. Yep. Of course, if you want to lay the blame for this mm-hmm. on somebody, it was the insane reaction of many on the left and the Black Lives Matter movement to defund the police after the incident with George Floyd, where, you know, he lost his life to Chauvin. Chauvin? Yep. Mm-hmm. Derek Chauvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was, by the way, in the end, punished, yes, right. confessed to wrongdoing, and is going to jail. So mm-hmm. justice was served. Yes, but in the meantime, we burned down the country. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, and we demoralized the police, uh, uh, police um, work, mm-hmm. defund the police. As I say, is, in, is insane. Mm-hmm. But unless you want to destroy America, yeah. But ironically, as I mentioned before, sadly. Tragically, ironically, the people that are hurt the most 
by the defund the police department are inner city black folks. Right. Yes. And they will tell you that. Yes, they are saying that. Yeah. They don't they don't want the police defunded, but the Black Lives Matter movement does. Yeah. Won't police the police mm-hmm. defunded. Because their leaders don't mm-hmm. live in the inner city. And they don't care about inner no. city black people. They only care about their bigger goal, which is to bring down the United States of America in yes. in many ways. Yes. And they've self-confessed Marxist. Mm-hmm. We're not making this up. They said that we're Marxist. That's right. We'll be back momentarily. Bishop E.W. Jackson. What needs to be told to these black men is get a job, stop fathering children that you can't take care of, stop hanging out in the streets, and stop acting like the cops are your enemy anytime you interact with them, particularly when you're interacting with them in a situation where you know they've come expecting potential trouble because of the circumstances you've allowed yourself to be in. How about trying that? Weekdays at noon central on American Family Radio. Every American ought to visit George Washington's Mount Vernon estate south of Washington, D.C. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. We're going to be going to Mount Vernon on one of our spiritual heritage tours coming up in June and September. Wanted to let you know about these tours already because they will fill up quick. So, for all the information, go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com spiritualheritagetours.com We're going to be going to Yorktown, Jamestown, and Williamsburg as well on a separate trip. So, so much rich American history there to be experienced. Stephen McDowell of the Providence Foundation is a nationally noted historian and he's going to be with us along the way. spiritualheritagetours.com Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. Are you looking for a university that provides a quality Christian education with excellent academic and athletic programs? Well, I want to invite you to visit Liberty University, where they offer multiple visiting opportunities to fit your schedule. Plan a visit to their Central Virginia campus and stay for an afternoon, a day, or an entire weekend. You can also take a virtual tour from the comfort of your own home. Plan your visit today by texting "Go Visit" to the number 49596. Again, that's "Go Visit" to the number 49596. Joe Biden campaigned for the White House on the promise he would shut down the virus. But instead, the virus has gotten even worse. More people have died. Many cities have vaccine mandates in place. New York City residents have to show vaccine papers just to get inside a restaurant. And thousands of holiday travelers are stranded after airlines canceled flights, all blamed on the virus. After promising a federal response, President Biden now says there's nothing the federal government can do. He says it's a state issue. In other words, the Democrats are passing the buck, shifting the blame and the burden. The truth is the Biden administration has been shut down not by the virus, but by old-fashioned incompetence. Now is a great time for you to check out my latest book, Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl. It's a great way to start your day. Available right now at ToddSterns.com. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 1.13 American Family Radio. 
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, program Today's Issues here on American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman with Fred Jackson and Chris Woodward. Uh, if you want to send us an email, go to comments at AFR.net. That's the address, comments at AFR.net. And uh, you can uh, send us a message, message the old-fashioned way if you'd like to there. Fred, our guest. Yes, uh, Jan Markell, host of Understanding the Times, Right here in American Family Radio, 1 p.m. Uh, Central Time on Saturday and 12 noon on Sunday Central Time. And joins us usually on Thursdays here at Today's Issues. Welcome, Jan. Well, thank you and wishing you a blessed New Year. Amen, amen. We've, we've been talking about weather uh, here yeah. on the program today. And uh, Chris Woodward, our colleague mm-hmm. here, has been looking at uh, northern Minnesota weather. <laughs> Minus 50, is that the wind chill factor? That'd be the wind chill, but you definitely don't want to take a winter vacation here. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're in the Minneapolis area. It's just yes. as cold there, I assume, or close well, to not it. Well, not 50 below, but I think the wind chills here can get to 35 below. I think it may have been a day or two ago. <clears throat> Remember, that's not actual temperature, but I mean, it's, it's miserable is what it is, yeah. And you just don't go out in that kind of weather. Well, and uh, probably folks in Phoenix don't go out when it's 120. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good, good analogy. Very I went to California yeah. over the summer, and it was 115 uh, between Bakersfield and Stockton. Uh-huh. And really? this, this southern boy was like, Lord, I can't take it. I mean, I was, you know, we get hot here, but it's a different kind of heat. Yes. Okay. Um, well, again, uh, this is a nice place to visit in July. <laughs> come, come for the one month of summer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, listen, uh, uh, again, thanks for joining us, Jan. Quickly yeah. tell us your, your website and what folks can find there. Uh, org, and uh, we've got uh, three, four years of radio posted there. My um, guest this weekend is going to be Michelle Bachman, so I think... Uh, we love our AFR audience because they're tuned in people, but I think they'll find this weekend uh, to be extremely informative. Jan, uh, I was reading a, a quote from Franklin Graham the other day, a story yeah. on Christian Post, and he was talking about the fact in Sweden now they're they're doing these <laughs> vaccine passports, these chip implants underneath a, a finger it is, you know, the, your vaccination right. information is held there, and a lot of folks have said, you know, is this the start of the mark of the beast that we read about in Revelation? And here's what uh, Franklin Graham says. He doesn't think the current use of microchips underneath the hand have anything to have something to do with that in particular. He doesn't think it's the mark of the beast. Right. However, he does believe that perhaps this is conditioning yep. uh, the populations around the world to accept such a mechanism, as is talked about in the book of Revelation during the tribulation period. What say you? Oh, I totally, totally agree with him. Um, 
there is a conditioning going on. There's also a conditioning that I've noticed for year, even year and a half here, where some people, certainly not all, um, where some people are being conditioned to trust the government and whatever the government says we're going to do because that will keep us safe and maybe that will bring us the good life again. And and I think what Franklin Graham and I would, would easily agree on is What's happening now cannot be the mark of the beast because we don't have a beast. In other words, we don't have the Antichrist. The Antichrist, I mean, he may be alive somewhere, but he's not identified. He's not He's not a functioning Antichrist. So you can't have a mark of the beast without the beast. But both Franklin and I would agree that the hour is extremely late, and this person could manifest at any time. And I believe he and I would be share the theology that the church will never experience this man ever. We'll be in glory when this happens. Jan, I've said the, in in plain English uh, before, which is not going to make English teachers proud. Uh, <laughs> what I'm about to say <clears throat> that is this: ain't nobody nowhere putting a chip under my skin. Uh, Absolutely. As far Absolutely. as I, if I have anything to say about it, that's just why would anybody allow? What, what are they? Would they be doing this in the name of convenience? Or yes, it, yes. I think you took the word certainly out of my mouth. It, right. For them, it's convenience. For them, it's convenience. They don't need keys. They don't believe in the I don't Bible. Believe they, uh, most of them, anyway, right? So exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, it's convenience. They don't need keys. They don't need cash. Uh, you just need this little chip. But again, things like this will be going on in the tribulation. Right. The Bible mm-hmm. talks about tribulation. So this is tribulation-esque. You know, I mean, it's a foreshadowing of what is to come. It's not here yet, but it's a foreshadowing of what's to come. I, I, I could, we can see uh, this. <clears throat> Look, there's a couple points here, uh, aside from the, the biblical points. And that is, number one, the technology now exists. To right. do to do what the scriptures say will happen in the end mm-hmm. is that one of the things we're saying here? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So the technology yeah. now exists as evidenced by this story. Did you post this story on our Facebook page, Brent? Brent Creeley, our producer, did. So if you just so you'll know, folks, we're not making this up. Right. You can read it for yourself. It came from the Christian Post, but mm-hmm. it's in other news sources too, talking about the microchip being used in Sweden, I think Denmark too, maybe some the mm-hmm. Scandinavian countries. Uh, so, uh, so number, that's number one, the technology does exist. And number two, <clears throat> you could see how this kind of thing would be pushed and promoted for the reasons Jan just talked about. I mentioned the word convenience mm-hmm. and, uh, what you would do was put a, put a microchip, uh, under your skin somewhere and you just. You probably do well. Some stores now, and don't you don't even have to. Now there are not very many of them, but you don't even have to have a, a worker take your credit card. You just walk That's in. Right. Mm-hmm. You walk in. You get your stuff, and you walk out, and it scans your. You scan a, a thing when you enter the store, like an scan, Amazon. Okay, Go so store. it just charges your your yeah. card, yeah. right? Right. So that that kind of thing, uh, and then you know anywhere you go, if you needed a. Uh, to be able to get into a, a restaurant in New York City, for example, mm-hmm. and you got to show your vaccine passport, right? You just, you just have it in a microchip under your finger and put exactly. it up there, boom. Yeah. 
So no, and and uh, this this conditioning that's occurring, and I find it kind of interesting. You know, uh, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, has repeatedly said this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So hmm. there is a move to demonize those right. who aren't going along with the government, and I see that. I believe it's Revelation thirteen, Jan, where it talks about right. this mark that you can't buy or sell without it. That's what Revelation. That is cor- that is correct, and again, this is a foreshadowing of the things that are coming. But, but Fred, if if there's a foreshadowing uh, here in the end of 2021, uh, just how close are we to the actual revelation being played out? And again, sir, uh, there's a debate on the timing of all of this, and does the church go through this, or does the church? get raptured, which this ministry teaches the Church will be raptured and mm-hmm. not experience this. But again, others believe other things about that time period, and that the Church will go through it and things like that. But but here's the, the, the point is, um, the way to avoid both the tribulation and obviously the flames of hell is to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And if time is running out, then today would be a good time to do that. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, Jan, thanks so much for being on with us. We look forward to hearing you and Michelle this weekend. And this, Thank you so much. Stay All right. warm. Goodbye now. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, okay. bye-bye. Uh, <clears throat> Jan yes. Markell. Is she, uh, her programs are fascinating. They're amongst the most popular programs here on the weekend. Now you you go to her annual conference, right? I, I yes, uh, The last conference, uh, she moved it from Minneapolis out to Chino Hills, California, Calvary Chapel there in Chino Hills, it probably was close to four or five thousand people there, and it was uh, streamed to over fifty countries around the world. This is the kind of thing you know. People who have been reading Revelation are starting to see, I guess, what we would call the precursors of what we read and what we've studied in Revelation uh, for years. We're starting to see it, just like we were talking about in the last few minutes. This conditioning mm-hmm. of people. This is one of the things that amazes has amazed me about the pandemic, how willing people have been to go along with whatever Dr. Fauci and, and President Biden tell them. They just accept it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I just, and I think that's where we are. I was reading another story uh, yesterday about how churches are also adapting to this conditioning. Some churches well, are shutting down. There's, there's, they're yeah. going to shut down permanently. Well, what <clears throat> if the shut down the offering plates? Definitely too, though. I bet they won't do that, huh? No. Uh, listen, uh, another thing that's uh, going to that seems to be missing here in all this is Americans. Well, not just Americans, but uh, but Americans specifically to me, historically, have been known as uh, two things uh, as far as intellect goes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, common sense, pretty common sense people, the American people, historically, right? Yes. Can do. Mm-hmm. And then also critical thinkers. And what we're seeing less and less of, to me, is critical thinking skills Primarily because they're being dumbed down. Kids are in school, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they aren't being taught uh, logic and reason. And uh, and now they're saying 
math skills are, are somehow uh, race. I, I'm not making that up. In no. This In California. Yes. Oakland. And, Oakland. and in some parts of New York, they're saying uh, math skills are racist. Mm-hmm. I'm not making that up, folks. You can look it up. For yeah. Yourself. yeah. So two, could, two plus two, we've always said is yeah. four. Yeah. But if you're definite about that, somehow that's racist. Yes. Yes. So, so I'm just saying uh, – if you start lacking people with common sense and with critical thinking skills, and the, and the, and combine that with they don't know the history the history of America, yes, uh, of our Constitution and our freedom and liberty and how that how, how is it we became the envy of the world? There's a reason for that. It just didn't happen. Right. It just didn't happen out of a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it's those reasons that we would admire. And we would lift up and we would celebrate, we, those of us who are patriotic Americans, these people on the far left, that's exactly what they want to get rid of. Yep. That's why Colin Kaepernick, the uh, former NFL player, I know he just won former NFL player, that's why he grew his afro out seven inches and started talking about uh, July 4th ain't my holiday. Mm -hmm. Remember that? He tweets that out. Mm -hmm. That's because these people don't believe, they want to do as much as they can to get away from the true history of America, the good things that le- that has led to uh, our country being the greatest on earth. Obviously, nobody's covering up the bad parts of our country, like slavery and lack of civil rights. But we've we're not there today. This is a different right different world uh, we live in. I'm just saying, if you start getting masses of people who can't think for themselves and are just doing what they're told because they're so dumbed down then it's easier to get compliance uh, when uh, a dictator-like person comes along yes. and says, do this, and people just do the, do what they say without even mm-hmm. thinking about it. And yeah. that's what they become sheep. Right. People become sheep. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not our history. No. That's not, an, uh, that's not the uh, America we know. Yeah, so, I think a good example. And we're law-abiding people. Right. Excuse me for interrupting. Uh, we're law-abiding people, and we 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 know understand we have to have law and order. Or you don't have freedom. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. With what's a biblical admonition? With 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 great. Uh, I'm paraphrasing now, but with basically with great freedom comes great responsibility. Yes, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, I think a good example of what you're talking about here uh, with people being kind of dumbed down. Um, a lot of Americans get their knowledge of the Constitution now based on what their news outlet of choice tells them. Mm-hmm. A good, you know, Joe Biden comes out and says, "I want everybody working in the private sector to get a COVID shot or test negative on a regular basis because I have the authority to do so." And CNN, as an example, will not interview Kelly Shackelford from First Liberty to say, "Oh no, he doesn't." They won't give you the full side. They'll just say. President Biden claims he has the authority, and then people, yeah. they think that's what's in the Constitution. Also, uh, we've mentioned this before, but the best way to get people, the best way to give, get people to give up their liberty is to, to scare them to death. Yes. If you use fear, mm-hmm. the people who wanting, who have uh, devious plans, they will say, if you give up this freedom, we will offer you security. Yes. And that's, that's, and a lot of people say, 
Hmm. I'm going to go with the security, even though I have to give up freedom. And that's Liberty. exactly what's happening with these mandates. Yeah. If that's you what Biden said the other day. Yeah, if you don't get the shot, yeah. we're going to take your livelihood away yeah. from you. Well, Biden said the other day, people talk about freedom. Well, it's patriotic to do what I'm doing, mm-hmm. basically, by forcing people to get the shot. Hey, let's uh, let's move on here. Okay. I wanted to talk about, related to this, do you have the... Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers stuff. I do have the Aaron Rodgers stuff, yes. Courtesy okay. Steve Jordal. All right, listen, uh, for those who don't follow football, people, most people would still know the name Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, and this, not a, this is not a football story, folks, so don't think we're going to get off into sports here. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the football player we're talking about mm-hmm. right now, what he said, we're going to play what he said, right? Right. His name is Aaron Rodgers. And he's a uh, he will be in the Hall of Fame one day. He's mm-hmm. 38 years old, and he plays for the Green Bay Packers. Correct. Okay. He got COVID uh, recently, like in the last four to six weeks, and then it was learned that he had not had the vaccine shot, which the NFL requires. Pretty much uh, requires, or either you have to be you're, you're treated differently. Right. You get, uh, and uh, when he. When he got COVID, he uh, took ivermectin, he said, and it made him 100% better. That's what he said, okay, when he was getting symptoms. Mm-hmm. That was his testimony, so to speak. Well, uh, he, he he came under fire from a lot of people for not being vaccinated. And so this, what we're about to hear, Chris, is, yep. is, that, is this all related? Yeah, I can okay. set it up. Packers QB Aaron Rodgers talking on the Pat McAfee show, saying this is not a pandemic of the unvaxxed and uh, unquestioned science is propaganda. Clip 11. It's obviously, you know, not a pandemic of the unvaxxed. Vaccinated people are testing positive and non-vaccinated people have tested positive too. I don't understand why there's still this this two, this two-class system. It doesn't make sense to me. The majority of the teams are mostly vaccinated. Ones that are 100% vaccinated are still having major cases. And it's, it's across all sports, too. How come in a league where we're seeing with 51 guys on the list yesterday, 100. there's still zero conversation, at least publicly, around treatment options for people that, that test positive? I do know behind the scenes, this is 100% true. There are many teams who are using or recommending a lot of the same treatments that I got for their players. There's treatments being talked about behind closed doors, but publicly I don't understand why we can't talk about treatments. If science can't be questioned, it's not science anymore. It's propaganda. And that is the most important statement. If science cannot be questioned, it's not not science anymore. Mm -hmm. It's propaganda. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what's going on. Social media. You mentioned ivermectin? Yeah. Zip. You get canned. You get canceled. You get to... Another thing about science is science is, and he, I like what Aaron Rodgers said right there at the end, if science can't be questioned, it's not science, it's, it's propaganda. Um, listen, if what, what I, we all can appreciate science. I mean, what, what it's, uh, how it's improved the lives of people around the world over the centuries, the discoveries that have met, been made in, and and so forth, but here's what I have a problem with is when you talk, we talk about something, and then we talk about maybe maybe there's another uh, reason why things happen. Maybe there's another treatment. Maybe there's another idea to consider. 
with with COVID, for example, you can't get outside the box of what Dr. Fauci and the people at the CDC, for example, and the World Health Organization, mm-hmm. what if they don't proclaim it and endorse it and say it, then you're forbidden by the mainstream media and the political pundits uh, and you, th- those kind of folks. That's what Aaron Rodgers is talking about. You can't, you can't even have a discussion yeah. without being called uh, a, a, a proponent of horse dewormer. Are you a fruitcake? Are you don't? Are you believe in the flat Earth? Uh, and and uh, so, or you can't even talk about the, the natural immunity. What mm-hmm. that does? Oh, you're you're a natural immunity, so you don't believe in the vaccine. See, so and this has split up families too, and people. I know people who've uh, said, you know, oh, so talking to one family member to another family. Oh, so you don't believe in the? You know more than the experts, huh? That, that kind of t- so it's dividing mm-hmm. dividing people, but here's here's my main point is that he's right. Science can be what we can say today that we know to that we think we know to be true. Next year could be proven wrong because new discoveries are made, which are made through science, which are made through yeah. science. So what I have a problem with is when the uh, uh, superior thinking think that they're all superior and all-knowing, they, they say things to ridicule people who question the orthodoxy of the day. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, what they've said, what the things they were mocking turn out to be untrue. Uh, true. Then they only say, here's what they come back and say, well, at the time, we didn't know that. Uh, you know, do y'all, are y'all yeah. following me here? Yes. It's kind of like uh, flat Earth, uh, and then we learned that the Earth is not uh, flat. Well, people believe the Earth to be flat before that. Right. This, I didn't plan on saying this, but uh, it it proves is, your point. Is it going to be profound? Yeah. Chris? Remember how, and we've long hammered Fauci uh, for saying in, in February uh, of last year, don't wear masks, just wash your hands. Then he started pushing masks, and he said the data has changed. We're understanding more. You're getting that data from scientific research, which proves that science questions science. That's, that's now, per, masks that's are precisely what I'm talking debatable. about. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's pro- And I, I'm not saying that. Uh, I, I'm just saying why? Why can't we with this particular uh, with COVID? We don't have the ability, you know, at least here here so far, have the ability to talk about things in an open way that, that Americans traditionally have been able to do without being shut down called a a science denier and so forth and so on yeah and listen the cdc i'll give you an example mm-hmm. a, a, a today example the centers for disease control just announced three or four days ago that they are reducing the time for quarantine to five days yes from 10 right yeah mm-hmm. right okay when this first started mm-hmm. it was 14 that's right. It was remember that? Yes. What well, seems like five okay. years ago, yeah. Had you said at the time they issued the fourteen day quarantine, I don't if you had said seven days is plenty for a virus to quarantine, you would have been you would have been accused of spreading false information. Right. Mm-hmm. You would have been censored and shut down and, and run out of town for being a science denier. Am I right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Okay, That's well correct. now as it turns out 
five days. The C- Whether you agree with that or not, I'm just telling you what the CDC play. Uh, at this point, we play the Hallelujah Chorus, right? Because we're all supposed to bow bow down, mm-hmm. huh? Yes. To the uh, mighty CDC, the mm-hmm. Church of the CDC. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's you a prime example. You could play the face mask, too, if you wanted to. Fauci says at first, face masks don't work against this disease, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, remember him saying it, you might feel better about wearing them, but right. they're not going to help. Right. Dr. Fauci. Right. Then he comes back a few months later, or maybe not even that long, he says, yes, wear face mask. Yeah. So uh, the, did the science change? Uh, I, I, all these things... Things are evolving. They're changing. They may find that ivermectin is great in the next. I know month. a lot of people that have taken the pills and it worked great for them. Yes. Well, that's what Aaron Rodgers a said. That's what people. he was talking about. Yes. What Aaron Rodgers was talking about, he didn't use the I word because uh, we're on an algorithm yeah. for a lot of the big social media. Just because I've said it right there, yes. we'll, be, we'll be flagged. But he, what Aaron Rodgers was saying was, I know he's saying I know for a fact that, uh, or the other guy, the interviewer, the guy that uh, ivermectin is being used in the NFL to treat, but they won't come out and talk about it or say it. They're using it behind the scenes because they don't want to be called a promoter of using horse dewormer. And that's a reflection of the restriction on speech. Yes. That this pandemic has yes. brought about. Yes. That ought to be worrisome. We ought to have open discussions about yes. ivermectin. We ought to have open discussions about side effects of the vaccines oh, that yeah. some people have experienced. We yeah. should also talk we about ought to masks be able to talk, not working. We ought yes. to be able to talk about that. Yes. And the masks that do work uh, the best are mm-hmm. those N95s. Correct. But even they, because the virus is so small, mm-hmm. even they, mm-hmm. um, the cloth mask, they said is you might as well be wearing nothing at all. I wear it because it's cold outside. Is it? Is it? Is it? What is that little blue mask that everybody wears? A surgical mask. What is that? Not everybody wears. You know what I'm talking about? What yeah. is it? Yeah. The thing that we see on the streets and sidewalks of America. Yeah. Yes. What is that little thing called? The paper mask. When we get back, we'll, we'll ask Chris if he can recall. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.